This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Hannah Pagel. The Department of Agriculture has lowered its forecast for this fiscal year's U.S. ag exports to $169.5 billion. That's roughly $2.5 billion lower than the previous report rolled out in August. USDA Chief Economist Seth Meyer says USDA lowered the forecast due to decreasing returns for many ag products. Mostly on lower grain and animal product values, imports we got higher by half a million dollars than previously forecast, and mostly an increase on beef, vegetable oil, and grain products. And those imports now stand at an even $200 billion and exports of $169.5 billion. So there is a trade deficit in there. USDA also says America's largest foreign market, China, has also seen slow demand for U.S. products. Bill Thompson dives deeper into the trade deficit in his coverage on agripulse.com. A Senate Ag Committee Democrat says he thinks a farm bill can come together by the end of the first quarter next year. New Mexico Senator Ben Ray Lujan spoke on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers. He says he was disappointed a farm bill was not completed on time this year, but a recently passed extension will help lawmakers tie a bow on the legislation early next year. Chair Stabenow has been clear that she wants to see this done in the first quarter of the calendar year. So I think that's a good place to start as we push to get this done. And in all my conversations with Democratic and Republican members in the House and the Senate, people want to get this done. So I I remain optimistic that we will have a farm bill and that we could see this as early as the end of the first quarter of the calendar year. Lujan says he is hopeful the Senate can come together on a new bill. You can find solutions to where those challenges exist. And it certainly feels that in this particular space that I'm why I'm optimistic that we will have a farm bill early in, in the, the calendar year. It's incredible how things can come together here. And, and that, that always gives me optimism. Mike Lavender with the National Sustainable Agriculture Coalition and Tara Smith with the Tory Advisory Group was also on this week's show to further discuss the hurdles the upcoming farm bill will have to face before being passed into law. Smith says one of the top concerns will be the narrow House majority. There are obviously a number of hurdles and we could all list them, right? It's that it's an election year. It's that we're not in session a lot of days in 2024. We've got money issues. We've got open rules on the floor. I think the biggest challenge, though, as we look ahead, sort of the ultimate challenge is that slim majority in the House of Representatives. Um, you know, you have a four-vote four majority in the House. It's been very difficult to govern and navigate with such a slim majority. Smith says any final farm bill will have to be bipartisan. I think if you look historically um, over the last couple of farm bills, the fewest Republican votes we've lost on a farm bill is about 20. That's more than four. And so I think uh, the bottom line is, is that there's just a core group of Republicans that will not vote for a farm bill. And therefore, they're going to have to draw on some of those Democrat votes in order to get it across the finish line. You can hear more comments from Lujan, Smith, and Lavender on this week's Newsmakers on agripulse.com or on Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific on RFD-TV. Finally today, more farm groups are paying attention to the need to improve rural child care. But Scott Heiberger with the National Farm Medicine Center says there are many challenges to securing the service for rural areas. 
we feel like it's progress that it seems to kind of have moved to the front burner. You have farm families asking for this. You have farm organizations putting it in as a priority for the farm bill. And you have, you know, other groups uh, of both parties, uh, people uh, on board with this. So we're looking forward to the next year or so. You know, now the question is how to deliver that. You know, what existing organizations or pathways or programs can we leverage to get that child care out to rural areas? Heiberger says providing rural child care could help prevent farm accidents. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. A new farm bill remains a top priority for more than 100 groups that know it impacts every American. Learn more at farmbillforamericasfamilies.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pagel.